Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite-sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to live a happy, sustainable life. Learning, growing, sharing, that's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now, Let's navigate to our next lesson. I have to be honest and admit something to you. My screen time has been off the charts. Demands for work keep my hands reaching for my phone at every buzz, and I find myself constantly hitting the refresh button on my email. This past week has felt extremely heavy. After taking some time to journal and reflect, I realized that I haven't been unplugging enough. This lesson, seven screen-free hobbies to unplug and exercise your creativity, has been on my list of to be featured for quite some time now. And now is the perfect time for me to share it with you. It's time to carve out some space for slower, more mindful activities that help us connect with our inner child and our creativity. Let's dive in and learn from Courtney J. Higgins, writer for the popular curated blog, The Good Trade. Hobbies connect us with our inner child. When we were young, our hobbies were structured. Our parents provided us with all of the necessary tools to keep us busy for hours on end. Maybe we colored in a coloring book, played with puff paint, or helped our dad build a birdhouse. No matter the activity, small hobbies that encouraged creativity were a big part of our little lives. However, as we get older, we don't often take the time and space to create and lose ourselves in activities outside of our normal hustles. But hobbies allow for peace in our minds and allow us to release limiting beliefs about what we are capable of, so it's essential to reconnect with our favorite creative pastimes. The key to starting a hobby is finding something that encourages attention and concentration and can constantly be done daily, weekly, or monthly. Creativity comes in lots of different forms, and there are many activities that help us tap into the feeling that our younger selves knew so well. Here are a few hobby ideas that can help us disconnect from our screen-filled routines and reconnect with our inner child. Number one, scrapbook your memories. As an early 90s baby, printed images were the only way to view pictures. As a child, I would collect my disposable camera prints and spend hours gluing them into a binder with stickers, sparkles, and cute titles that offered a glimpse into the memories that the images captured. Now that we have Facebook and Instagram, we have a digital scrapbook for the whole world to view. While that is wonderful in many ways, scrapbooking offers a way to intimately honor our memories outside of the noise of the internet. 
Take some time to either print your favorite images from your phone or invest in an instant camera. You can get essentials like paint pens, stickers, and scrapbooking glue from your local craft shop. If scrapbooking is a new concept for you and feels intimidating, there are resources and inspiration on Pinterest and YouTube. Allocate a Sunday afternoon, sprawl out on your living room floor, and have fun creating a book that you'll treasure for years to come. Number two, create your own flower arrangement. It's easy to go to your local market and grab a bouquet to display in your home. However, touching, feeling, and learning about plants while making your own bouquet is creative and a soothing way to connect with nature. Start by choosing a color scheme and style for your arrangement. Research which flowers are in season. Many cities have wholesale flower markets that house in-season florals and a nice range of imported flowers. Going to the flower market is a great way to see a large variety Plus, this can be less expensive than buying retail. Another option is your local farmer's market, where you can purchase individual flowers from nearby sustainable farms. Before you go, check and see what vessels you have for the arrangements and how many bouquets you want to make. If flower markets and farmer's markets aren't available to you right now, you can find flowers at your local grocery store. Just be mindful of the plastic packaging that often comes with store-bought flowers. Consider crafting flowers from upcycled paper or using dried flowers instead. Number three, tie-dye everything. Circling back to my childhood in the 90s, tie-dye was everywhere. When I got a little older, I loved tie-dyeing with friends in the summer and even into early adulthood. I would tie-dye my favorite crop tees and shorts. I loved making a simple white piece of clothing into a work of art. Seeing how tie-dye is an often reoccurring trend, I want to revisit this nostalgic hobby. However, I am using DIY natural dyes and fabrics like linen, silk, and cotton to create more adult versions of my childhood wardrobe. If you don't want to dye your clothing, you can also dye towels, blankets, or tablecloths for colorful home essentials. Number four, start a bullet journal. Bullet journaling means logging your life in categories like tasks, events, notes, months, days, and years. Essentially, you put all of the life's details into a beautiful, personalized journal. The original method was developed by writer Carol, whose process is quite mathematical and logical. But his approach is a simple place to start. When made into a creative outlet, bullet journaling is a lot like scrapbooking, but more systematic and used for daily, weekly, and monthly planning. When I first discovered bullet journaling, I was intimidated, but then I discovered how creative it could be. There are many resources online that teach you how to get started in creating your own personalized journal. Number five, plant an herb garden. As we continue to move into a technology-driven society, we're becoming less connected with nature. Gardening is an incredible way to touch and feel the earth, and it's a continuous reminder to nurture this planet. It's an activity that literally grounds the soul and offers peace for our minds. Start by designating a space for your garden that can be as tiny or as large as you want it to be, depending on what your space allows for. 
Plant a few herbs to start with. This is important because it takes time to learn each herb's right care. It's also important to research which seasons are best for certain herbs and plan your garden accordingly. Creating an herb garden is a wonderful way to step away from life's distractions and truly connect with nature. Number six, DIY your care products. Making your own skin and beauty products is a great way to go zero waste, and it's also an opportunity to minimize the ingredients you put on your skin. You can create so many different things. It just takes research, time, and vessels to put your homemade products in. Zero Waste Maven Lauren Singer discusses that one of the first things she did when she chose to go zero waste was to learn how to make her own products. She started making essentials like deodorant and toothpaste, and when she ran out of of a different product, she would learn to make it herself. Start by considering what products you wish you had in your bathroom or products that seem too expensive to purchase. Instead of buying them, make your own. Have a night in and create a body scrub, lip balm, and more. Number seven, customize your clothing. Customizing your clothing can be as small as adding a pin or patch to your favorite denim jacket or as big as making your own dress. This hobby can also be as creative or practical as you want it to be such as tailoring a pair of thrifted jeans or putting pom-poms all over a beret. Elevating your personal style by adding customized details to your clothes allows for fashion to become a form of creative expression. Maybe you have a cute dress that you wish was a little bit more snug. Add a belt or take some silk ribbon and tie it around your waist. Maybe you have a pair of jeans that you wish were shorter or a little more fringed. Cut them. When starting a hobby, make sure it doesn't feel like a chore, but rather something that offers a chance to expand your unique abilities and skills in a fun and creative way. Thank you for listening to 7 Screen-Free Hobbies to Unplug and Exercise Your Creativity by Courtney J. Higgins, writer at The Good Trade. This week, my challenge for you is to slow down. Pick one day where you commit to one solid hour of unplugging. Leave your phone and computer in another room and set out to do something that makes you feel connected to your inner child. Take one of the ideas from today's lesson or come up with your own. This weekend, I will be disconnecting and going on a hike to connect with nature and my inner child who loves to explore the great outdoors. Now, before I let you go, I have to confess, The Good Trade is my favorite curated lifestyle blog for sustainable, slow living, and self-love related content. Their team puts out high quality content in an elegant, effective, and efficient way. They are one of the only daily newsletters that I subscribe to. I highly recommend you sign up for The Daily Good, which is their 32nd daily newsletter. I've learned so much from their articles, podcasts, recipes, and DIY recommendations they send out. Links to The Good Trade and a few of their top blog posts can be found in this episode's show notes. Thank you so much for joining me in this lesson today. If you enjoyed this episode, I highly suggest you check out my free 14-day Own Your Time Challenge. It's the perfect tool to help you track where you are currently spending your time and create space for more of what you actually want to be doing with your time. 
Head to mappingthroughlife.com slash ownyourtime to download the free challenge guide now. As always, my name is Caitlin. I am the creator of Mapping Through Life. And if you enjoyed this lesson, please tag me on social at Mapping Through Life or leave a review. It makes my heart so happy to read your kind words and it helps the show reach more amazing people like you. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.